Hey guys, welcome back to another show. We had a slightly different one last week talking about Tiger Woods and uh, it'd be great to get some feedback on that and how his consistency, his persistency and adaptability has actually pushed him straight to the top of the game again. Well, we could talk about... We're not doing enough one on Tiger, Tiger Woods. Anytime. We're not doing enough one on Tiger Woods. Today we're going to go through a couple of different things which have kind of jumped up where this is not specifically one topic but this is a couple of things that I've noticed over the last week and we'll do some more shows like this because I think it's good to see what current articles are out there uh, maybe some new research which doesn't need to go through a full actual show but we can still add value and open your eyes to some of the things that have actually been being spoken about in the health world for the last couple of weeks the first thing was actually it was on the BBC website and uh, BBC News website, I've got LinkedIn through LinkedIn randomly, uh, so I've got LinkedIn through LinkedIn and uh, it was talking about alcohol. Now we know about alcohol and the health implications, however there was some random article which said you should drink a certain amount of alcohol because it's great, it's, it was the, was there a troll in red wine, red wine, after how many glasses? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was that it, uh, which was the health uh, benefit from that. However, there was actually an article on the BBC website talking about that if you have one drink uh, per day, you actually increase your risk of having a stroke or heart disease by 15 to 20%. And yeah. I found that was quite shocking. So the cynic in me with those kind of things is that if you've done research, which I, when we were in college we did research, and at the time was, what the hell did I'm doing research? I don't want to be researching that. And we were told that it will help you read research and understand research. And the, the cynic in me when it comes to media and it comes to research articles is that they're very easy to cherry, cherry pick very. and highlight one or two stats which will catch the eye and cause discussion, which in itself is not a bad thing. But the question then also is like, well, how do you get to that stat? How do you get to that figure? And so the key is to break down that research. So sometimes there's, there's a lot more to it and how you get to that, to get that stat. Um, and my observation with media also is that one, one, one week you can get a media will announce a research. I've seen a huge amount with, with headaches, particularly for some reason, but they're topical. I suppose, and so is, is cardiovascular diseases, they will go and say, um, caffeine is really bad, so, so many grams have been shown to be bad and create migraine. And then if you just wait and watch, and then another couple of weeks or something down the line, an article will come out. Research has shown that caffeine is good for migraine because it creates this, 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 this. And that's the, the big interesting thing with research is research is not actually about facts. It's about actually creating more questions. So sometimes stats and things, you've got to be able to read the research and break it down. But I think the key thing with it is it should ask, it creates a discussion and then asks the question, is that relevant to me? And, and is it, so when it goes back to what you're referring to with, with the article with, um, with alcohol, Anything can potentially be proven to show have the health benefit and everything can be proven to have a negative benefit. 
Um, so you've got to take it into context with, with the rest of your health and the rest of your, your lifestyle. But if you had to break it down, you don't even need to research from what you know about alcohol is that probably we, we, we're not designed to have it in the first place. I think, I think the thing that came out was the awareness that yeah. of it where he was talking about drinking every day. Yeah. And uh, I was t telling Michelle about the, uh, a wedding I was at and uh, it was literally a guy saying that he has a few drinks when he gets home because just to de-stress, I said, so you're reliant on the alcohol. And it was a defensive aspect. I wasn't saying it as in I was saying, well, it's a problem. It is a little bit of a problem, but I were not saying it in a derogatory way. But no, 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 I'm not relying on the alcohol. But he was having a couple of drinks every night to de-stress from his work. And more at the weekend, going to the football with more there. And it's awareness of that. Now, if this yeah. study then, or this article then says that, okay, you're 15, 20% more likely to have a stroke, and they've had someone in their family have a stroke, then they think, actually, maybe I need to do something about it. But there was also, uh, I can't remember if it's BBC, um, but something came out last week which was talking about processed meat. And we've had a lot of articles in the past on processed meat causing cancer. There's one, I think, on the radio this morning coming in about bacon. That might, might be what it was. Yeah. It was talking about processed meat uh, is now 18% more likely to cause cancer than previously before. And when you add that with actually what happens, we'll talk about breaking this down now. And this is where awareness comes of what you're actually reading and kind of, if you're a bit of a geek like myself, you'll look into the research and maybe find the study and see the, the breakdown of it. But when you actually looked at 18% of what they had before, which was something like 5% in men and 7.5% in women, chance of getting cancer from so and so, what they, it worked out something like 1.5% more. So rather than 5%, you were 6.5% more. Yeah, and you've got to watch out with stats. They like to also go, shows a, um, you know, a 90% increase. Yeah. So well, 100% increase is double. Yeah. But if you've got one and it becomes two, that's that's 100% increase. Yeah. Statistically, that's fine. What was that previous yeah. number? But also what they didn't take into account is the lifestyle factors of the people that were being studied. Now, these people were being studied were shown to have a very sedentary lifestyle. Chances are the people that have a sedentary lifestyle are gonna have a lot more alcohol, maybe smoke, gonna have a lot less fiber in their diet from vegetables, from fruit, yeah. and maybe a lot more other junk food as well. So when we say that the processed meat is causing the cancer, there's a lot of health, other health markers yeah. which we need to bring into, into play with that. And I think one of the other things was actually done on specially bred rats, which were bred with a cancer gene. And then it said this processed meat activated that gene more. And I, I'm always very wary of that and what is actually, who is funding that as well. Yeah, and, and the message again with that is also the, the, gene, the gene studies are coming through and gene technology is improving, but a lot of people need to realize that there's, there's different SNPs and different combinations of genes. So it doesn't always mean that each, each research article is, is directly applied to my genes or your genes. Mm -hmm. there, but there is underlying in what you tend to find, as I said, with one research article, doesn't become fact. It becomes more fact when there's a general collection of research articles that eventually show, shows a trend. But we know at one stage, 
the research and all the trend at one stage was, um, you know, butter is bad, fat results in... It goes in cycles pretty bad. And then there's, a, there's more research and evidence comes out through the other way. And so there's trends, but I think you've got to, you've got to break down and, and be a little bit more cynical and critical of when there's just one article comes up and hits the media. Yeah. And uh, as I said, the trend is through, through time, you wait and then usually as there's another article comes out and suggests the other, and that's why it becomes so confusing. Um, and the cynic in me says, break it down and actually wonder who's, who's pumping the article in the first place. And what, what do they want from it? And What's the and message? A lot of the times it's, it's Big Pharma wanting to get Well, Big money. Pharma, big, big food, food technology, food, the food giants, um, the petrochemicals that you know there is a there's a business behind health and there's a business behind sickness as well. Even even when it comes down to sales in the supermarket of different things they do like the, the entrance has all the good smells of the bakery and things like that. But I actually uh, there's a book that I'm reading, the Five Steps to a Winning Mindset. You'd actually really like that book. It's about sports people. Yeah, and it goes through different coaches that will go through Mourinho, Ferguson, and it goes through Tyson and other sports stars and talks about their psychological aspect. But in there, he was talking about the psychology in a supermarket and how they have to have a buffer zone to get you ready to buy, where you'll notice you go into a supermarket and there'll be a photo booth, get your passport photos or a change machine or a kid's toy, uh, like ride or something like that, yeah. uh, just to get you to spend a little bit, just to rewire the mind to slow down. Yeah, yeah. So then you actually start grazing around the, the store to actually buy more. Yeah, I and mean, you look uh, at the psychological this, aspect, this, it's crazy. It's quite interesting, uh, when I, I, I think, I'm not gonna stick my head out about that in this country, but I, I know in South Africa, a friend of mine worked for one of the big uh, sweet, product, uh, sweet uh, manufacturers he was a sales rep and so he used to go in and negotiate with the supermarkets for prime position on the shelves yeah. but they as a, as a company paid the supermarket for shelf space yeah so i level i level is would have and then and so if you want in not necessarily the worst uh the, not necessarily the worst product but the ones who aren't going to invest the most money in advertising are the ones a little bit lower down because your main brands are always going to be eye level, because you are you are consciously shopping here, you're not conscious shopping lower down. I think as well that goes. So we into are we are very much bombarded by information. Going back to like the research article, the media, you know, we and we are very much um, bombarded by the information which has been leaked or made available to us. So it's no, they're not hiding anything, they're just making certain information more accessible, more available. And it happens a lot with research. Um, there's a message behind. So my advice when you look at research or you hear articles, um, look a little bit more and then when you start finding more regular trends, you can start making making um, better decisions. Yeah. But also look at it, is it, is it applied to you? Yeah, it's awareness at the end of the day. It's Huge awareness. Thing. If you have a lot of processed meat, then great, but uh, what else are you doing with your health? Because that one little thing, that alcohol may not be yeah. the make or break of where you're going wrong with your health. And I was speaking with a client today who we are working to get his stress levels down because his stress is causing him to drink. Yeah. And just taking the alcohol down, if the stress levels are still as high, 
chances are he will find some other way yeah. to deal with that stress. And the number one lifestyle which has been shown per capita to have the best health outcomes are the, is the Italians who, who love a drink. Yep. It's a very, things. very important part of their, of their lifestyle, but it supports the lifestyle of communi communication between the family and coming together with a meal and, and you know, connecting with your community. So the alcohol, it's not actually the focus isn't the alcohol, but the alcohol adds to that, that sense of lifestyle. So it's really, really interesting. If you, the big thing with, with uh, health is if you took like a plant and looked at the plant and said, right, I'm now going to research what this plant needs to, to live, to survive. So I've heard that water is important. So now for this to be a, a true scientific experiment and to give it validity in the, the research world, I've got to exclude all other, other things that could influence it. I've got to, I'm only assessing water. So I take away light, I take away food, I just use water. So I put gift water, water to the plant and take out everything else and the, the plant dies. So from that, art, from that research, we can ascertain that water is not needed to keep a plant alive. But now here, sunlight's good. So I put the, the, this, another plant, I put a plant in the windowsill, and I just give it sunlight. Take away all the other variables, because we don't want to mix up the research. I want a pure research, and the plant dies. Mm -hmm. So here it's food that I need, so I just give it food, and the plant dies. So from all those art schools, we can ascertain that water, sunlight, and food are not essential to sustain the life of a, of a plant. And that's the trouble with healthcare, is that we are the accumulation of many factors, little bit genetics, mainly lifestyle, but within that lifestyle, different categories, food, water, mental, um, health. We are a combination of that all in that unique combination. So you can't really research health by splitting up and saying, alcohol is good or alcohol is bad because it's got to be put into the context of the man. So it's, it's actually practically impossible to do a research randomized control study for the whole population based on just one factor. But there is common sense as well. And, that's, and that's, sense. The, that's the hard bit because it's trying to make sense of all this misinformation out there. The market, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's a minefield and uh, it's hard not to tread on the line and get blown up because of yeah. the fact of the, the big business behind it and the amount of pounds, yeah. dollars, whatever it is spent and on getting you to actually the information to yeah, you. Yeah, so my, my message with that is the, the trying to change that confusion is my message to the general public and, and all of us when you're looking at things, um, try not to do it alone. To, to go back to, because I knew it was going to come back, go back to Tiger Woods. <laughs> yep. You had to get he Tiger had his team. Yeah. He had, he's got a team. So he's, he is a fantastic, uh, a fantastic golfer, but he doesn't do it alone. He has a coach. He has a nutritionist. He, has, he accesses the best of what is around for him to be his best. So if we can help in any way from a nutrition, nutritional perspective, a mindset perspective, uh, access to different information, you know, we, we put ourselves in, in available to our community to, to help in that. Um, even if it's just putting you in contact with another professional who we know is, is trained and is dedicated for that, them to be involved in their speciality, you know, mindset or, or different professions or um, life coaching or chiropractic, you know, that's my message is that you can't do it all alone. And the, the top performers, whether it's business or sport or that, are using 
support wisely. So if you read an article and you read this and it's confusing, then then ask. You know, we we we're available. Just drop um, us a message. Email, social media. Drop us a message. We would certainly help help uh, support you in in many ways because we are being persuaded and we are being um, manipulated. manipulated in. in in a way that certain information is made available to, to us to be beneficial, and it's confusing. Mm. So um, we spend a lot of time, you know, geeking out or, on uh, reading research and, and making questions, and surround ourselves with other professionals making similar similar questions. So um, yeah, the old thing is, ask us no, no no silly questions. Um, don't take everything for face value, um, and and hopefully we've made things a little bit more. Or maybe even more confusing, but but you know, please ask. Thank you. All right. Yeah, just ask us, and uh, we'll give you our honest opinion again. Yeah. And uh, we, we shall we shall have more of, the, of this next week. Uh, if there's a topic that you feel you want us to cover that we haven't covered, or any ideas, any articles you've seen, and you want us to just kind of break them down a bit, then. Send yeah. us a message, send them over, and we'll happily do that on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be good if there's anything which hits the media or confuses you, and you go, hey, listen, I wouldn't mind your uh, uh, take. The idea of the Unplugged series is for us to get together. Uh, we don't really, as you probably pick up, we don't really prepare ahead totally. That's the good it's, thing. The idea of the Unplugged uh, series is always about um, being able to share our discussion and our uh, take on different things. So if there's some things which hit, hit the press and you'd like us to uh, to comment on, um, you know, please let us know. We'd, we'd be more than happy because it keeps it current, mm-hmm. and and you know things which are confusing that you out there certainly are confusing other people. So please share. Exactly. Cool. Well, guys, uh, thank you for watching and listening, and uh, we shall see you next week. Yeah. Have a good one. Take care. Bye bye.